now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe. I'm your host here every week, bringing you tips, education, and updates on home-related matters. Whether you are in the real estate market or if you're looking for decorating or improvement ideas for your home, this is a great place for you to be. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. It's been my pleasure being your host here every week for five years. I've been selling real estate, however, which is my day job here in Greater Victoria since 1991. And I've handled hundreds, thousands of transactions here in our fair city. Proud to be ranked as one of the top REMAX agents in Western Canada and locally. And we'd be pleased to help you as well, too. You can find my information on the rest of the whole Home Show team members by visiting the CFAX1070.com website, uh, look under shows. There you'll find us, The Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. All of our contact information is there for you to reach out to if you're looking for some direction. Uh, or of course, you could always just reach out to me, Google me, send me an email, tony at primeteam.ca. Find us online. I'd be happy to make a connection. This week, we're going to be chatting about what's happening on the South Island of Vancouver Island. My guest is Cal Kaiser from Cal Kaiser and Associates in Duncan. Uh, he is owner broker of Remax Island Properties. Also happens to be my partner in that venture because, of course, we together own Remax Island Properties in Duncan, Mill Bay, and here in Victoria. We're going to have a nice conversation with him about what he's seeing in the Cowichan Valley, what has been happening where people are coming from, what the demand is, what his expectations are in the near future. Uh, and I have to tell you, he is the top agent, the number one producing agent in the marketplace there. So he really is a fella in the know. We're also going to talk a little bit about the brokerage and how the real estate uh, brokerage runs, how it's running, maybe even have a little conversation uh, about the real estate business itself. And this will be an interesting thing uh, for maybe those of you who've been curious about the real estate business, how it works, um, maybe even talking about uh, networks across the country uh, and how Cal and I have built businesses uh, that are very strong in introductions from realtors across the country because of the fact that we know so many. How does that happen? Well, hey, who knows? If you are a local realtor here listening in, you want to learn more about this, Great episode for you to piggyback on, because uh, that's what we'll be talking about. Again, Cal Kaiser from Cal Kaiser and Associates, Remax Island Properties, co-broker owner with myself and my wife, Susan, uh, an all-around fantastic person. Uh, as always, we always start off our, our episodes with a conversation about timely matters or things that are going on out there or things that you are curious about. And if you would like us to bring up a specific topic, just reach out to me. Uh, again, Tony at primeteam.ca or find us on the cfax1070.com website. We would be uh, happy to discuss it. Had some great ones over the years. You guys bring up some great stuff uh, and you've helped us with the content. Very much appreciate that. We all love hearing from you, uh, not only myself, but of course the other show partners as well too. Um, 
it is just amazing to be able to deliver these connections to you and great people, Denise, the mortgage broker, Gurpreet from Sitka Law Group, um, Pierre, the home inspector, and of course, JP, about your home insurance needs. Uh, it really is a nifty team that we have uh, here and we've been coming to you for, um, you know, on one hand, seems like many years, but on the other hand, the time just flies by because of course we love doing this and we love being here uh, on your radio or online every week here at cfax1070.com. Now today, timely conversation. I wanna bring up what's going on. The uh, provincial government, of course, is trying to cool down the home buying process because it has been crazy for the last two years. Now we've been talking about this on this program for some time. There's no question, folks, it has been a very, very unforgiving marketplace for people who are buying homes right now. Uh, it's tough. There's been multiple offers. There's been bidding wars. We are seeing properties that sell $200,000, $500,000 over list price. People are making offers without conditions. So they're not having building inspections done. They're not having uh, bank appraisals done. They're just making a commitment and jumping in and saying, I'm going to buy it. And, you know, they're making big deposits, a whole bunch of things. Is this sustainable? And the answer is no. We know it's not. We know that this is going to end. We know it can't be this way forever. This is a very abnormal market. Uh, I'm one of the instructors for our provincial uh, regulator and council. It's the British Columbia Financial Services Authority. Uh, and I am teaching new licensees by the month. They're getting in the business. And many of them in the last two years who got licensed, they don't know this market any other way. This is their reality. They have never experienced what it's like for a balanced market where there's a lot of selection for buyers, where sellers need to wait a while. You know, in the old days, it was okay to be on market for four weeks, six weeks, even three months. That was, that's normal. Nowadays, if a property's on the market for seven days, buyers are wondering what's wrong with it. So we're in a very, very interesting mode and situation right now. Prices have gone up quite a bit. Yes, it's an issue with affordability. There's no question. Uh, however, and I will bring this up to anyone who's been here in Victoria for any amount of time, affordability has been a factor in the 31 years that I've been selling real estate. It's never been affordable here in Greater Victoria. I'm not saying that makes it right, by the way. I'm just saying that that is the way it is. And in fact, it's been this way for many years. I remember having Bev Heighton, who is a local legend here, president of the real estate board back in the 70s. And he brought, when we were in the CFAC studio a couple of years back, a magazine that talked about the struggles of affordability and people needing uh, secondary jobs and childcare and all of these things, the cost of groceries. Um, uh, and the story was compelling. And it was written in 1967. And the information was all the same with the exception of the numbers. The numbers are different. You know, here we're talking about houses that are a million dollars. Back then, houses were 40, you know, 28 or $40,000, very different time, right? So uh, that is what's going on uh, right now. So the provincial government has been talking about implementing a mandatory cooling off period. And if you're wondering what that is, um, what they're saying is when somebody buys a home and it's a multiple offer bidding situation that the successful bidder should have whatever, seven days to change their mind without recourse. Now, we're familiar with this because this has been part of the Real Estate Development and Marketing Act for years. That is when you're buying a pre-sale 
for instance, a pre-sale condo here in Greater Victoria, there is something called the right of rescission, which means that even though you've made a commitment, you know, you signed the contract as a consumer, you have seven days to change your mind and you don't need to give an excuse. Uh, and that is just one of the rules and regulations. And this is what the provincial government is wanting to implement. Um, is this a good idea? Well, uh, let me just give you some drawbacks here, folks. Number one, buyers fighting for properties will still want to find ways to make their offer most attractive despite this cooling off period. An example might be, and by the way, I'm not suggesting this. I'm just saying this is what the chatter is out there. Uh, agents and the buyers might say, you know what, we're going to give the seller a $150,000 non-refundable deposit to the seller and not to the buyer's agent's brokerage or not to a lawyer's trust account, but to the seller directly. Because if I did that, then my offer is going to be more attractive. So we're going to see things like that, which really are fraught with concerns, right? The other thing too is if there is no ramification or repercussion, we're going to see people making offers on eight different properties all at once to hold them. And they're going to wait to the seventh day to make up their mind on the one they actually want. And they're going to drop the other seven. Now, what does that mean, folks? First of all, it means there's going to be seven sellers who have been on pins and needles for a week. But it also means that you're going to see a lot more offers in a bidding uh, situation because many of them will be illegitimate because they're just placeholders. This is a this is a um, imperfect solution. Just to let you know, by the way, the British Columbia Real Estate Association um, is suggesting the opposite. They're suggesting a mandatory marketing uh, time for sellers. So when a seller goes to market that they're not allowed to accept or look at offers for whatever, five or seven days, allowing buyers to do their due diligence, building inspections, inspections, uh, appraisals, appraisals and all that. Because the last thing I want to leave you with is even if there is a cooling off period, that is not to say that the seller is going to allow that successful buyer to do a building inspection or to do an appraisal. They still get to decide. So there's a lot of things to talk about. And by the way, folks, this is not a done deal. It is just done the first reading out of three. But I'll keep you posted as we move along here. Need to take our first break here. When we come back, having a chat with my good friend and business partner, Cal Kaiser from Remax Island Properties in Duncan. Back in a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. We're having a conversation about what's going on here on the southern tip of Vancouver Island. And my guest today uh, is... Number one top producing agent in the Cowichan Valley. Uh, been in the business for a long time. Uh, I have not only known him for 20 years, we're also partners in this venture, which is Remax Island Properties with our offices in Victoria, Duncan and Mill Bay. Of course, it's Cal Kaiser with the Cal Kaiser team. Cal, thanks for joining us. Tony, what an introduction. Thank you so much. Well, I don't great. even need to make it up. I mean, this is what happens when we know each other. Right? True, 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 true. Hey, listen, I just wanted to share with our listeners today what's going on, because you know what, there's there's a bit of a shift going on out there in the marketplace right now, you know, and, and I think people, I, I think sometimes consumers kind of hear what they want to hear. And some people have come to me and I know they've come to you as well and said, oh, things are slowing down, you know, uh, you know, uh, maybe it's a better time and all that. And yet we're still seeing multiples. You were just saying you got multiples coming tomorrow, right? Um, yes. yeah. What is happening in the couch and market? 
Well, I mean, with whatever is being said out there, I, I can tell you what the stats are. So this is for the month of March. In the month of March, uh, the Cowichan Valley, of course, we're a smaller market than Victoria, but um, we had 133 homes were listed in the month. We had 94 sell. <laughs> okay. Um, so, and then we have active listings of 69. So 69. 69 active listings. So that's less than a month's supply. So whatever um, of talk of things slowing down is, is a bit of a misnomer. Um, what we are seeing though, and this is what I think people need to be cognizant of, is that people are pricing their properties more reflective of what they're worth now, instead of you know, significantly undervaluing them and hoping for many multiple offers and then you know, seeing what happens in that scenario. So uh, whereas we might've been seeing eight to 10 offers on our listings before, now we're seeing two to four. Uh, this, at the end of the day, though, the, the job's still getting done, the homes are sold, and the numbers are remaining the same of just really low inventory numbers. Yeah. You know, so really, this speaks to a whole change in strategy and a whole change in tactic. Uh, and this involves, mm -hmm. of course, advice from, you know, your, your friendly uh, real estate advisors. This is the reason why people can't do it on their own, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, but... You know, I think the, the issue is, and I've been seeing this in other marketplaces too, where licensees who have only been experiencing this market where, you know, you list it for sale, you got whatever, six, seven days uh, offer process, you get 10 offers, whatever. Um, there are, a, there's a good population of licensees out there who, who don't know what to do when the market has shifted and things have changed. And, you know, you were just saying, how you know the strategy might be to price more appropriately as opposed to, I mean, I mentioned this a lot. You know, in Toronto, it's common where you see a one point two million dollar house listed at six ninety nine. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, was, it might as well be listed for a dollar. Exactly. It kind of doesn't make a lot of sense sometimes. It's um, no. it's tough to work with those goalposts. So, yeah. and 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 I think the you know the what my advice to clients is right now is that just you know. You can be you can be aggressive in your pricing, but don't be hugely aggressive. What if we do go through the process and we don't get an offer, and then we have to list at a higher price later? Everybody's like, "Oh my goodness, your home's been on the market for three weeks," which is not, as we know <laughs> in history, is nothing. But you know, in a market like this, people are thinking there's a tainted home there, and, and so you don't want that experience. It's, it's not even three weeks; it's like ten days. Oh my goodness, ten days! Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so yeah, it's just, I think it's just appropriate pricing is the key right now. Um, not too, but you go too high and then you're sitting around as well. So there's, there's that Avenue. You don't want to get down that street. Um, but it's just finding that, that sweet spot and, you know, a, a well-seasoned agent that's got some experience behind them and, you know, is, is going to be help you out a ton in that, in that situation. So. Well, you know, talking about that pricing thing too, and, and, you know, <clears throat> people have to remember that average days on market used to be like, a month or two months. Well, you know, in the Couch and Valley, we were always behind you. We, we would be three months would be average for a long time. And we used to sit on, you know, three to 500 active listings uh, and selling 50 a month. So, you know, you, we're used to six month supplies normally. Um, but, you know, the last decade has eroded that. So like our last downturn of the market was in uh, 2015, not that long ago seven years ago yeah. um we had over 400 active listings so yeah it's a big change how quickly we forget 
right? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, where are people coming from? So where, um, yeah. what are you guys seeing? Well, it's, it's quite a migratory uh, situation and a lot of migration within British Columbia. So we get a lot of people from like Langley, Surrey, White Rock, um, uh, Squamish is big for us as well. Wow. And yeah, I mean, they kind of like the, we find semi-rural properties outside of Vancouver uh, that have access to, because we are, of course, known for great trails, mountain biking, rivers, oceans, you know, that's what we're all about. People that like to have that type of activity but you know uh, are drawn to us and then the, the next group of folks that we've had lately has been ontario ontario's really picked up our pace we're, we're about six to eight percent of our market right now so um you know and again if you go back 10 years ago 25 percent of our buyers were from outside of the couch and valley now it's 75 percent of our buyers so that's a big change yeah well you know i i happen to know that uh i mean there's a lot of that migratory behavior where people are looking at Victoria first. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, with the exception of the lower mainland and the GTA, the greater Toronto area, um, anyone coming from any other place in the country has got sticker shock when they look at Victoria. And a lot of times the yeah. next step is the Cowgen Valley. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we, you know, we used to be a lot cheaper. Um, so our average price now we're starting to knock on the door at 900,000 for an average single family home. Yes. So it, it does make it. A I bit remember it was challenge. a big deal when it was a $500,000 sale in Duncan. Exactly. 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 So we're, we're, you know, we're, we're going through a, a bit of a change and transition that way where we're, we're starting to moderate with other markets as well. But um, still there's, there's a little bit of a better value there to take the Malahat and we become a commuter to Victoria as well. So. Oh, for sure. For sure. You, you know, th this is something that I have learned ever, ever since we've been working together with the, with the brokerages, right. uh, you know, because I am looking at the numbers in the Cowichan Valley on a regular basis too. It's interesting because, uh, you know, there's that perception of, okay, if I can't make it to Victoria, then there's lots of opportunity in the Cowichan Valley. But really the thing is the sheer size, because the volume is so much lower there's less opportunities yeah. so you get all these people who who are adding to the demand on less opportunity that's why you guys you have lower uh, um months of inventory than we have just because exactly. we're a bigger town no we are it's it we have the hottest one of the hottest markets in canada is right here right now and um and it, you know i think that it will take probably six months before we catch up to some of these other markets as, of getting more of a balance to it mm -hmm. it's going to take us a little bit longer uh, we don't have as much construction undergo right now. I mean, there's probably 600 units that are going to be happening here over the next 18 months, um, but that still will not uh, satisfy the needs that we have right now. So. Yeah. Oh man, it is. Uh, it is an interesting time. Uh, it's an interesting time indeed. Um, yeah. But you know, it's a reminder about uh, the demand about our our location. And yeah, I'm getting to uh, understand and know the Couch and Valley uh, a lot better now. Uh, We're glad to have you. About <laughs> time you, you checked us out on this side. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Well, you know, for sure. Yeah, for we sure. you know we've we've got we've got a nice little office up there, which we'll talk about uh, uh, after the break here uh, in a moment. Yeah. Um, but in, in any event, it just continues going, right? So you are yeah. um, uh, just continues moving along, and the demand continues. I, I mean. I don't see any immediate change here. And I think you probably feel the same way too, right? Yeah, I'm very confident. I mean, if just looking at the demographics of age, you know, that um, you look at that uh, baby boom uh, bell curve and the top of that bell curve is 62 years of age 
in 2022. So the leading edge has already retired and is, and but there's a whole group that is still in the retirement process and the, the back end is gonna be coming. So over the next decade, I don't care what anybody says, there will be continued pressure for retirees to come uh, to places like Vancouver Island, the interior of BC, they're going to be winners uh, throughout the process. Oh, for sure. oh my goodness. Well, we're having a conversation with Cal Kaiser up at Remax Island Properties in Duncan. Need to take a quick break here. When we come back, we're just going to pick up our conversation and chat more about what's happening here on the South uh, Island. We'll be back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellas, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Silhouette Home Inspections with Pierre Beauvais. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give any of the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. As a reminder, if you need to find their contact information, just visit cfax1070.com. Look under shows. There you'll find us, the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. And all of our contact information is there. Uh, or Google us, Google me. Be happy to introduce you to any of our team members. And if you're a podcast listener, you can download all five years of our history uh, on this program on CFAX 1070 by uh, going to iTunes or Google Play and looking for the whole home show with me, Tony Joe. Having a conversation today about what's going on in real estate in the South Island, specifically the corridor between the Couch and Valley and Victoria. Uh, and our guest today is a number one producing team in the Couch and Valley, Cal Kaiser. Uh, also, um, uh, we are partners at the venture, which is Remax Island Properties. Uh, Cal, thanks again for coming. No problem, Tony. Enjoying it. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about the brokerage thing. So now you've been attached to, you were uh, a, a, an agent, top producing agent at Remax Duncan for many years, right? Yes. Uh, and then you stepped in. Um, of course, your predecessor, someone we both know uh, very well, uh, uh, um, he built a nice business. Uh, the office has been around for a long time, right? It has. Yeah, it's it's great. I mean, <clears throat> I, I never had an, any intention previously to become a broker owner of a, of a franchise. Um, but, um, you know, when, when Cordell was ready to retire, he, he kind of tapped me on the shoulder and said, we think, you know, we think you'd be a great fit for this business. And I'm glad he did. It was been a, it's been a wonderful experience. And, you know, I've, I've met a whole bunch of new people, um, learned a different side of the industry, which was always great. And then I get to partner up with a great guy like Tony Joe. I mean, how, <laughs> how good can he get? Right. So, um, I didn't know that at the time, but you know, that, that has happened since. So it's, it's been a, it's been a great opportunity. Well, I'm with you, you know, I mean, we're both like 30 years in the business and, um, you know, this whole other realm helping people. I mean, one of the things about a, a uh, uh, increased market, you know, one of the barometers that we see all the time, because of course I'm one of the instructors for our provincial association right, exactly. is, is there's just a lot more people entering the business. And I, I got to tell you, I am enjoying um, uh, helping people grow their careers uh, yeah. in the industry. Exactly. It's, it's kind of nice to kind of give back, 
So, you know, when you've been working at it, working at it, working at it, and, you know, I even had, uh, I brought my daughter into the business now. And so I get to train her up in, in the industry and it's, and you know, I, I like to think that I can show her the right way. Um, so it's been a, a real positive and we've got these great young agents in our office now that, you know, really are wet behind the ears. And I remember how scared and nervous I was when I was in my twenties and thirties, um, you know, working in this business and to be able to, you know, it's going to take them on and help them out and give them an advice. It, it's very rewarding, not always well, well, financially, but <laughs> yes. Well, Hey, that's true. You know, it's an right. old saying that brokers get broker. Like it's not, it's not a yeah. license to print money as people no. think. No, not at all. No, but um, you know, when both of you and I started, nobody taught us, there was, there was no education. There was no, you kind of, you flew by the seat of your pants, a very different time. It was a very different time. I mean, I'll, I'll never forget my first cell phone. Um, Stuck to the car. Was, yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. And, yeah. and we used NCR paper. And one, yeah. the, the contract was one page. And uh, yeah. when you called your manager. But, but it was carbon copy. So you had to press hard. Right? Exactly. Yes. It was a different gig. So, yeah. and, you know, the, it's, and, and thankfully, the, the industry has changed to a much more professional industry. I, you know, in my opinion, it's, it's really changed in a positive way where, the education is much greater. Um, the, the quality control is much better. And uh, the quality of agents has really improved. It's, mm -hmm. So it's a, it's been a win-win, I think, all the way at the end. Well, I, I can attest to that. And I do want to want to drop this off for our listeners to listen to. You know, if, if you are thinking about getting into the real estate industry, or if you have friends or kids or family, you know, who are thinking about real estate as a career, there's a lot of important things to know. Um, but I will say, as an instructor for our regulator, which is now the British Columbia Financial Services Authority. Mm -hmm. So I work for BCFSA, uh, which also oversees the mortgage, uh, mortgage industry, the financial planning industry, insurance industry, all that kind of stuff. Um, there has most definitely in the last few years been a move towards uh, improving the professionalism in regards to things like agency and fiduciary duty and uh, disclosure and all of these other things. That weren't they weren't around when we started 25, 30 years ago, or no, even 15 I mean, years ago. Yeah, exactly. No, it's been a big change, and um, yeah, it, and I'm welcome to it, you know. And I know I get lots of griping from agents of my vintage that um, paperwork I, you know, they don't want to do all that. They've already funny, and I already did that, of course. Uh, no, you got to do it again. So yeah. <laughs> it's really important. Yeah, for sure. Well, and you know, so something else that I want to say that that, uh, and again, I'm tooting I'm tooting our horn here right now is. It is a little bit different to be in a brokerage, which is owned and run by productive realtors. Because quite oh, yeah. often the owners are just an ownership team that don't even sell real estate. They're not in the trenches. They don't, exactly. they're not day to day struggling in the business, you know, with frustrated buyers or, or things like that. Whereas uh, our uh, brokerage here, here we are, you and I. Um, exactly. in our respective areas, right? Yeah, no, I think it's a huge advantage because um, you can knock on my door and talk to somebody who's, you know, doing a couple hundred transactions a year um, and, and you know, you're going to get the straight goods right away. You know, there's not going to be any, uh, any, any question whether I know what I'm talking about or not. It's, yeah. it's there, so. Or, or you know. I mean, you do a lot of development work. You do a lot of uh, exactly. uh, subdivisions yeah. and all that stuff. Like to have that mm. knowledge, you know, uh, handy at fingertips, I think is super important. Yeah, it's great. And it's, um, and, you know, and again, it's it just, it is very rewarding when you do have that younger agent coming in and they said, Hey, I just got this guy who wants to do a four lot subdivision and yeah. he's got the process started, but I don't know what to do. 
and you can say, okay, come on, Johnny, let's go for a walk. I'll show okay, you exactly well, listen, I, I want to bring this up right now because I know this happens in other brokerages where maybe the licensee might say, well, I'm kind of scared because my broker owner is my competitor. And what if he steals my business or, or whatever? How do, you, how do you deal with that? Yeah, I mean, with um, something like that, I, I just never worry about it whatsoever because it's, I already have enough business to keep me busy. I don't even, you know, I'm, I'm very comfortable where we're at. Um, yeah. What I'm, I'm actually hand off more business uh, to other agents in my office, um, and I don't take anything that comes through our front door. I just work on my personal referrals and, and sphere of influence that I have. So it's, it really doesn't come up as an issue um, in my office at all. Well, and that's really important to hear you say, because uh, again, we know in all market areas, we have heard these horror stories of that practicing uh, broker owner who has, has even gone so far as to go around the licensees back and steal their business. And we know that because those people leave that brokerage and come to places like us, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, we just don't really see much of that. And, and, you know, this is a, I'm a small town guy in a small town, right? So I know that it, it takes me a lifetime to build up a reputation and about a day and a half to rip it down. So uh, we, we want to keep ourselves on the clean and clean and uh, narrow streets. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, uh, well, the other thing too, and I think, you know, this, uh, there's a lot of licensees that listen to our program too. Right? I guess there is. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Know. And, uh, you know, if, if, um, uh, if you're a licensee or if you're not, you know, you're interested to learn more about uh, our brokerage, it's Remax Island Properties. You can find us, uh, find us online. And of course, uh, if you have any questions for Cal in the uh, Couch and Valley uh, area, Cal, what's the best way for people to reach it? Yeah, the best way directly on our phone is 250-701-9001. And uh, if you want to check out our website, it's calkaiser.com. And uh, email is mail, M-A-I-L, at cal-kaiser.com. Great. Well, listen, we need to take our last break of the day. But when we come back, we're going to spend our last few minutes. We're going to give you guys a little look behind the curtain about how a couple of successful real estate businesses are run. Uh, so you're not going to want to miss this. We'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. My guest today uh, is uh, my partner in Remax Island Properties, long-standing, long-term, top-producing realtor in the Couch and Valley uh, area. It's Cal Kaiser uh, from Remax Island Properties. Cal, thanks for coming. I'm glad to be here, Tony. You know, one of the things, of course, that we did, because it was Remax Duncan before. Yes, Right. And we had this whole conversation about, you know, branding is always important and uh, we're on an island, right? After oh. Vancouver Island. Uh, so um, uh, we ended up doing a renaming process. So Remax Island Properties now encompasses uh, the Couch and Valley region um, all the way down to Victoria, which is where we are in our uh, nifty little office down uh, overlooking the uh, Point Hope shipyards down at Dockside. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, it's and it, I think it was really important to make that change because, as as you know, I mean, the Couch and Valley is is a commuter to Victoria for a lot of people, yeah. so it's interchangeable. People get off the ferry; they don't know exactly where they're going to end up when they're looking at the island. They'll hop on in Nanaimo or Victoria, and they'll drive in between and yeah. kind of pick a place they like. So, yeah, well, and and you know, we've got all these people who are used to commuting in the GTA or. 
Hey, yeah. so I got to say, because I did, I, we were in Whistler a couple of weeks ago and the drive through Vancouver, huh? like, oh my goodness. Like if you're spending 45 minutes in the car, why wouldn't you want to do it coming from Duncan to Victoria? Exactly. It's a much, a much better view. Yeah. yeah. I mean, aside from the day a year that the Malhat washes out, I mean, it's not a bad, yeah. it's not a bad drive, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, with the improvements that have, they've made to the Malhat over the last five years, mm -hmm. my goodness, it's a piece of cake now. Yeah. 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 And I mean, there's so many choices. We've, we've got people who, you know, they were interested in Souk and then they've kind of uh, turned their, uh, their focus over to like Seanigan, Seanigan Lake yeah. or Mill Bay. Sure. Cause, cause the time and car is about the same, but it's just a different, you know, it's a yeah. different route. Right? Yeah, just a feel. Yeah. 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 My goodness. Um, Hey, I, 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 I dropped this on you before the break here. Uh, our listeners should know that you and I did not prepare for this. We didn't talk about, you know, I didn't give you notes. This is just no. you and me talking right exactly uh, thanks for that <laughs> yeah you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> um but you know sometimes people want to know more about the real estate business in the industry and you know how it functions and how it works and um hey man, we've known each other for a really long time and uh actually i should start by telling people you and i met at a real estate training company probably mm -hmm. 20 years ago 20 years ago yeah for sure yeah and i'm gonna say I think, did we face-to-face -face in Toronto the first time? It was, yeah. We flew to Toronto for a, a conference. Yeah, and, which is funny um, because we live down the street from each other and yet yeah, we met in Toronto, right? Yeah, it's crazy. Right. Now, this is a, a real estate training and coaching company that I'm still involved in. I'm one of their coaches. Right. Uh, and my wife, who is your other business partner at Real yes. Estate Properties, is also a full-time coach. So we coach real estate agents. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if I've ever mentioned that to our listeners here, actually. I've been doing this now for, for seven or eight years. Yeah, um, you should, because I mean, it's like every time I'm helping to train somebody, I sharpen my own saw as well, not just theirs. So it's, it's oh, the best thing you can do for your business. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Ab absolutely. And, and, uh, and, and then the other, the other part, of course, too, is as, as an instructor for a provincial association, I have to also make sure I'm very careful because I got to play by the rules. I can't, you know, you, you can't have an instructor for the provincial association, you know, doing something questionable. No, no. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad um, you. yeah, for sure. For sure. But you know what? The, the big thing that I wanted to talk with you about here that maybe some licensees that are listening to this program have not really experienced, but they really should, is how, how you and I have built businesses based on introductions from agents across the country. Right. Yeah. And if ever there was a time to, like, I, I know you are, I am very happy that I spent the last, I don't know, 20 years building relationships with people across the country, because at this time when people have said, Hey, I, I got a client, uh, you know, I'm in Wasaga beach and I'm going to send a, a buyer over to Victoria. There's only one person to call. Yep. Or if I'm sending a client to the couch and Valley Duncan, there's only one guy I'm going to call. Right. Now, some, some licensees listening to this program might say, how do you do that? How? Now, let's talk about this whole referral process. Sure. Yeah, and referral processes, it's just like anything else. It takes time to build a relationship with people where you're their number one contact in that area. Yeah. So, you know, going to conferences, um, training with individuals, helping each other out, sending referrals their way, and then the referrals come back your way. It's kind of magic. Uh, now, you know, about 25% of my business 
um, comes every year automatically. I don't know it's going to come. I don't know who it's going to come from, mm -hmm. but I'm going to get 25% of my business will come from referrals from across Canada, from agents, uh, Remax agents in other uh, jurisdictions. Yeah. Well, and this is one of the advantages about the Remax brand because oh, we yeah. are huge. We're the number one real estate company. Um, you know, we sold, anyway. what was it? We, I can't. I think we sold 2 million properties last year. I think it was yeah. the stat that they, they were saying. Um, it's, it's a very, very powerful uh, organization. And that's the reason why, I mean, you and I as owners, we could have chosen any brand. Exactly. We could have chosen any branch, but what I have found is that my referral business pays all of my fees. Everything that I expend money on for the year mm -hmm. gets covered from uh, realtors that send me business. Um, and that is pretty, a pretty nice place to start, uh, you know, <laughs> so for, for the, and, and I know <clears throat> that, that, you know, a lot of, uh, agents who are in my classes, when they take classes, you know, from small right. brokerages or whatever, local brokerages who don't, uh, uh, benefit from this networking aspect. When we talk about this referral business, you're 25%, I'm 22%. Our numbers are about the same, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, where realtors go, what do you mean? What, yeah. what do you mean you get what you get yeah. people call you from out of town and and say yeah. here's some here's some clients see that the thing about being introduced by a realtor from another town is it's it's a warm introduction because that person has already said i know cal kaiser i mm -hmm. have dealt with him before he's taking care of my clients you know they take the best you know the service was fantastic they are a known entity it's very different than just going online and trying to find somebody or to go through a directory. It's because they know you, right? Yeah, it's it's the most important part of uh, structuring. You know, the way we build our business, and it's the same with the existing clients that I have now. I service the heck out of those people. Why? I want them happy, obviously, but I definitely want them to tell their friends and family about me. You know, it's really important. And so it's the same thing when I get a referral from a, a realtor. I want to take care of those people like they're my family as well. And uh, it, it works every time. Oh my goodness! And uh, you know, in in our training, when we're talking to other agents and and telling them about the benefits of having a network and everything. You know, you you mentioned going to conferences. That's why we go to these professional conferences. Yeah, is exactly. to meet is to meet people. And you know, you go to these. There's 600 or 800 attendees. It doesn't mean that you're handing out 800 Remax in Duncan business cards. All you're looking for is two or three good connections of people who are likely to be yeah. uh, uh, sending people or, you know, reciprocating into your market area. Right. Yeah. And you just build it, build it over time and uh, away you go. It doesn't happen overnight. And, and, you know, there's no magic bullet for this business. It's, it, it is hard work and you have to put in your time and energy, but um, it's very rewarding. Once you start getting that elastic band pulled, it starts pulling you at the end. So, yeah. Yeah. It's so I find this whole other level of accountability too, because not only do you have to take care of that client, yeah. but you got to make sure that the realtor is happy because then they can say, Oh, okay. Next time it happens again, I am a hundred percent going to be sending to Cal That's as, right. a, as opposed to, Oh, that was a mistake. I don't think I'm yeah, they didn't go well. <laughs> right. you, you don't want that. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. So it, yeah. So for people to know, there are avenues and that's why I've said on this program many times before, like if you are thinking of relocating to another market area like Winnipeg or to uh, Thunder yeah. Bay or to Quebec City or Halifax, 
um, reach out to me, reach out to Cal, because we have friends. I didn't pick those names arbitrarily just now, by the way. I was thinking of my buddies who are in all exactly. those market areas. Exactly. Right. I mentioned Wasaga Beach earlier is because, you know, Bruce Johnson, one of one of our dear friends, man, he's like Mr. Wasaga Beach. And um, he just sent. Um, uh, oh, no, it's the other way around. I just sent him a refer a, a introduction to a client, right. you know, a client right. here, her sister uh, is moving from Wasaga Beach. So he's selling her house and then oh. I'm, I'm helping her take care of uh, a purchase over here. Right. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And we just did a, a re reciprocal back and forth with the Lisa Salt out of Vernon. Yes. Um, you know, so three months ago we sent her one and then she sent one recently. It's just, it's just a wonderful thing that happens. Yeah. Well, you know, if, if listeners are kind of wondering about this, um, let's just say that uh, the businesses that Cal and I run are very different from, you know, you see those flyers in the mail or you see those advertisements in the right. newspaper or the magazines like, oh, I'm so great. I'm amazing. You know, you should give me a call. Um, we find that that's not necessary because we have friends, friends in high places, as they say. Right. Yeah, exactly. Take care of them. They'll take care of you. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, again, I'm, I'm going to plug our, our business uh, because, you know, if you're a licensee and you're looking to expand your business into a referral based business, with a national, not national, international brand, uh, yeah. give us a call, yeah. right? Whether you're yeah. in the Couch and Valley or, or Victoria or whatever, we're here for you. Exactly. No, it's, uh, you know, and it, I mean, obviously I'm biased. I, I love it. I, I bought into the company. I think everything about it is fantastic, but it really is. Like there is no question when you look at all the other uh, potential avenues to be selling real estate, there's a reason it's the number one company and we'll still be a long time from now. Um, it really has the, the network in place to do it right. And uh, the technology that's offered is just amazing. But anyway. yeah, you don't become the number one real estate company without having that tech background. Exactly. Um, but you know, the other thing uh, I got to say, I, I needed to have an introduction for a realtor in London, England. Oh, you're kidding. Wow. Yeah, I did. And um, you know who I reached out to was Michael Polzer. Michael Polzer oh, sure. is... He is uh, one of the executives uh, out of Remax Ontario, who I happen to know personally as well, but he runs Remax Europe. Oh, geez. So, you know, the connections are there and, and that's what we bring to the table. It's not just the local expertise and knowledge and helping people achieve their goals, but it's also, um, you know, hey, internet, the, the world is a pretty small place now when you think about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, oh, Cal. Cool. Hey, man, so much to talk about. Uh, again, um, we have three offices, Remax Duncan, which is located on Trans Canada Highway. Right on the highway. You betcha. Yeah. Can't miss it. Uh, it's got the big signs and everything. Uh, yeah. We never even mentioned um, Mill Bay. So tell the listeners really quickly about our Mill Bay location. Yeah, we just actually moved our Mill Bay location. We were in uh, the Thrifty Center. So we've we moved across the highway. And we're right across from Tim Hortons. So everybody knows where Tim Hortons is. Well, everyone and, stops there. It's the Tim Hortons of the McDonald's, right? Exactly. Tim Hortons and McDonald's are right there. I've got great parking up front and we keep that one manned on a regular basis. So it's kind of nice. Um, so if you if you need an office in between, uh, we've got it there. Yeah. And our one downtown is amazing as well, as you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Victoria. Absolutely. So we've got a lovely location right down at Dockside Green. I love going to Fola P uh, right next door. Cafe Fantastic. There you go. Uh, I have been known to walk downtown for meetings every once in a while, you know, trying to yeah. be environmentally friendly. 
Um, there you go. Yeah, but it's a great spot. Uh, again, hopefully we've shed some light uh, to our listeners today, a little bit about uh, the business. Wanted to talk about, of course, South Island and what's happening out there. And of course, for any listeners who are uh, realtors who, you know, maybe want to have a chat, um, feel free to give us a call or reach out to us. Yeah, maybe. you bet. Love to have that. Yeah. And anything we can do to help you with your career and help you serve and uh, help people achieve their objectives, we can help you do that. Yeah. Thanks for coming, Cal. And to the rest of our listeners, we'll be here for you this time next week.